Hey guys, we did something a little different this episode and wanted to share our love for Taylor Swift, the modern poet and lyricist herself, by sharing our thoughts about her most recently released brand new album, Midnights. Now, this episode was recorded in December of 2022, before her record-breaking eras tour and before her breakup with longtime boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. Our thoughts about her love life and our opinions of her songs have changed somewhat since we recorded, but we always love our girl Taylor and how she's managed to move us through her music. We're releasing this episode as the October anniversary of Midnight's comes around and as her album 1989 re-releases. If you haven't listened to her music in a while, give it a try, and we hope you enjoy this fun, informal discussion of ours. Also, note, our recording setup was different this time, so the episode will sound a little more echoey than usual. Thanks so much for listening! going in my mind this week like building like my album and the progression of the story that I wanted to tell of my tracks and I was like I need to pick the Great War first because everything is built on the apotheosis of the Great War. Oh, <laughs> This is why I didn't put too much thought out. Oh, you're like, I knew that was going to happen. This haunted my dreams. I never knew I would care about this so much, but I do. I will say, um, my Hello fellow readers and welcome to the Great Feminist Book Throwdown, where we critically read popular texts for your enjoyment. Here at this pod, we believe in searching for what our fiction is really trying to teach us about each other, the world, and our own humanity through the lenses of class, race, sex, gender, and more. With us today, we have our hosts, myself, Mackenzie, Caitlin, and Nikita. All right, guys, let's get into it. All right, well, welcome everyone to this year's like special treat podcast episode. We are going to take a little break from the norm and instead of doing a recap and, and talking about a, um, a book, instead we're going to be talking about one of our favorite musical artists, uh, Taylor Swift and her recent uh, newest album, Midnights. When did Midnights come out? Somebody have the date? <laughs> you think I'm prepared with that? No. <laughs> you have a phone in your hand, Mackenzie. Are you just trying to... It was in this? October. When I had my thoughts on Did uh, Midnight's <laughs> Prim come out? Um, Caitlin and I with our younger... October 21st. October 21st. Okay, Caitlin and I with our younger sister Haley, we did have a listen party. We got together at 10 p.m. That was our time, Midnight's release. And um, we listened to the first tracks, the first 13 tracks, and then we stayed up another two hours to listen to the 3 a.m. bonus tracks, Oof. baby. Did you guys know that the 3 a.m. songs were going to come out? Yes. yes. Well, we knew something was going to happen at 3 a.m. We didn't explicitly know it was going to be a new set of tracks. I was deep into Swift talk, so that was a theory. How did you guys know that something was going to happen at 3 a.m.? So she had a calendar of things that she put up um, like a couple of days prior to yeah. Midnight's release. And one of the things that had been listed on the calendar was like, okay, Midnight is going to release. And then on the calendar, it had like a couple of hours later, like super secret. It was like, thing. Mid- it was like midnight madness or something. Yeah. We were like, what? And so we, we knew specifically that we wanted to stay up another couple of hours to, to listen to the, the new tracks. And I gotta say, I was 
pleased with the 3 a.m. tracks. Okay. Do you like the 3 a.m. tracks more than the original album? Kida, I don't want to give away any of my secrets. <laughs> Wait, do you want to explain the premise of yes. this uh, podcast? So we it? are doing, we're going to do something fun, unfiltered. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a ranking, uh, or a draft rather, of our own personal, like, Taylor Swift Midnight's track. So basically, we're going to go through and pick the songs that we would want to have on our personal little album as a draft. Um, so we're going to include Hits Different, which is on the Lavender release, the, the Target release of Midnight's, um, and is not yet out on Spotify, but we have all Sadly. heard it. <laughs> um, so that gets us to 21 songs. So we're each going to have seven songs on our little like Midnight's track list that we love presumably. Hmm. And then we're all going to pick our favorite version of Antihero. And there are many. There are so many. I think there were like seven or eight that I listened to. It took a half hour. A half hour to listen, to all, to, listen to all of them. Where did you go to listen to There was a YouTube video that somebody had put together oh. that had all of the songs oh, back together. Do you think that's still up or is it definitely? Oh no, it's it's definitely up. I mean, okay. I did it today. Oh, so. okay. All right. Dang it, we need to decide how we're going to do this. Okay, I just want everybody to know we just rolled a dice to determine our order and we all wrote, rolled very low. Um, but, but. I can't believe you won with a nine. I have the honor of choosing my song first. I'm worried. I am also worried. Kenzie is a very strategic person. <laughs> well, I just gotta go with, I gotta go with The Great War. Oh. Are you kidding me? That's so rude. Right off the bat. That yes. is so rude. Oh my yeah, I gosh. knew it was you or me. Oh my gosh. So that's, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> if this is how we're going to play it, then... Okay, wait. wait. We want to talk <laughs> yeah, about... Yeah, let's discuss yeah. the great war. Yeah, yeah. No, as we talk about the songs, no. let's discuss, like... I was like, I'm going to... I was, like, going in my mind this week, like, building, like, my album and the progression of the story that I wanted to tell of my tracks. And I was like, I need to pick The Great War first because everything is built on the apotheosis of The Great War. Ooh, <laughs> This is why I didn't put too much thought into it. Oh, the you're the worst. I knew this was going to happen. This haunted my dreams. I never <laughs> knew I would care about this so much, but I do. I will say, um, my favorite lyric is... <clears throat> Um, and it, it repeats this multiple times. My hand was the one you reached for all throughout the group. That's also my favorite lyric. <laughs> <laughs> we love it for similar reasons, I am assuming. Um, and basically the song just goes through like a series, at least my interpretation, yeah. is like a series of, of fights and disagreements that she has with her lover. Um, and like the, the battle wounds that they give each other, the ways in which she like cuts him down and then realizes at the end of the song that she never wants to do this again. They've reached their conclusion. They are still together and they will never again um, battle in this in this way. I'm pulling up the lyrics. So uh, the Great War is obviously an allusion to World War One. Um, she has another lyric that says, place a poppy in my hair and the Ooh, poppy that's in, is- That's in my also favorite selection. Right, mm -hmm. which is also emblematic of um, specifically like recognition of World War One and Britain. But what I liked specifically about this song is that it was mostly like, if this is about an almost relationship breaking fight that has gone on and on between her and her partner, she talks a lot about how 
it was mostly one-sided and it was based on a lot of insecurities that she had brought into this relationship previous to this actual relationship. She was projecting insecurities and fears that had probably come about in earlier relationships and her partner is trying to like make peace. She has a lyric that said, you drew up some good faith treaties. I drew curtains closed, drank my poison all alone. You said I have to trust more freely. And I think that's such a real feeling. And if like I have been appreciating Taylor Swift recently as someone who has been going through similar experiences to me, I think transitioning from dating to being in a long-term committed relationship, I think those feelings of fear um, don't really go away. You definitely have to transition through them. Um, And there are definitely some times where like, I've gotten mad at my partner for things that they've never done, and they're kind of like flabbergasted. They're like, what, what did I do? And I'm like, you know what you did. <laughs> my favorite line about that is the, your finger on my hairpin triggers, soldier down on that icy ground, look up it with me with honor and truth. Uh-huh. And just this idea of like him stumbling into something that he had nothing to do with, mm-hmm. and just being so vulnerable, and yeah. looking up and just being like, I'm so sorry, I didn't, like, how did I hurt you? How can we make this better? Right. Breaks my heart. (laughs) Well, that one lyric, so I called off the troops. That was the night I nearly lost you. I really thought I lost you. And then we can plant a memory garden. I love how it, in the end, it sounds like it was pushed to a point where she had to make a decision to let it go. Yeah. She had to make a decision that she loved her partner more than anything else and she had to learn to set it aside in order to move on with their relationship which i just think is so touching completely agree caitlin what are your thoughts no no, this is good um something that has not been brought up is the fact that this song is like the it is the midnight's version of afterglow yeah because like afterglow is one of my favorite lover songs and they're they're definitely about the same thing Mm -hmm. they're definitely about something that happened that taylor like as as far as this is autobiographical right Mm -hmm. like she reacted to something it went off the rails about something at joe presumably and uh, like it was not fair to him and she recognizes that like in afterglow she says i blew things out of proportion now you're blue put you in jail for something you didn't do Mm -hmm. Like, the whole song is about her being the problem and her being like, I got so mad. I got so upset. And for what? Like, you are the person (laughs) that I trust above everyone else, that I care about about above everyone else like i'm it's like cutting off your nose to spite your face well yeah, archer right? archer also true. from Lazar, yes. Lazar says the true. same thing yeah yeah like she knows i mean anti-hero vibes right like to a certain extent like she knows she's the problem and it's because of like past i presume because of like past relationships like because mm-hmm. of past traumas she's been through yeah. like she has such a hard time trusting him yeah. the line that i said that was my favorite is it's after the place of poppy in my hair there's no morning glory it was war it wasn't yeah. fair oh such like, a line. like this idea that like it wasn't something that they came out of i mean obviously they were stronger for it in a sense but it's not you're never happy about the war no. right you're never yeah. like yay i'm so glad we had that like, no. but that's why, like, that's preceded, preceded by the whole, like, we can plant a memory garden. Like, we can remember it. Yeah. Like, we're going to remember and we're going to learn from it. Yeah. But, like, it's... It's in it's, the past. It, yeah, and it's not about glory. It's yeah. not about being, like, this glorified, like, soldier on the battlefield. It's, like, it's 
painful. It's bloody. It's right. not and good. Like we yeah. don't want that. Maybe like more like passionate love as it's represented in like dramatic movies and films shows that like all this conflict is romantic. Like the will they, mm. won't they? But I think when you're in a committed relationship, it's honestly terrifying. Yeah. So it's not something yeah. that you want to repeat. And so I could see why it's placed thoroughly in the past. And yeah. Not really honored. It's just like let's let's make a commitment not to go there again. Yeah. And I think one of these things that makes this song so successful is it's heavy use of imagery oh totally. yeah. like some of her other songs on this album don't yeah. go quite as hard this song mm-hmm. out of everything else i feel like hammers home mm-hmm. image after image after image and yeah. it is so powerful yeah mm-hmm. it's very poetic yeah yeah agreed okay so oh. all right Kita, you're next. <laughs> i do want to say like literally the gr- i've talked to mackenzie about this. this i told you she's so strategic i was driving around and i listened the, like Listening to the Great War was when I knew I loved this album because I like started Aww. sobbing. It was so good. I would just like to say I I picked this. It's literally number one on my list. Okay. Like I didn't pick this just to spite you. Like mm-hmm. I picked this because it is my number one favorite song is it on my list. Really? Yeah, it really is. Okay. So it's really become that because it wasn't that. Yeah. No, it was that. It oh, was just like, not like, not in the beginning. No, we listened to the three AM tracks, and I remember uh, Caitlin and my other sister were talking a lot during the three AM tracks. This is true. I listened it to was the great at night. <laughs> it was, it was. But I listened to the Great War, and like the drums were like got me. I was very intrigued. I remember. I remember I you liking it. I don't. Yeah. I couldn't listen to all of the lyrics at yeah. first because there was some background noise. But like I knew that I was immediately intrigued, and I yeah. wanted to hear the rest of the song. I think that's fair. So. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful song. She did a great job. Yeah. All right, Kita. All right. I want the record to show I didn't want that one. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that you also don't want the one I'm going to pick first. Either. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick Sweet Nothing. <laughs> you hated that song, Kita. You know why, Mackenzie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's trying to hurt me. <laughs> Um, Yeah, the first time I listened to the album, I actually really didn't like it. I thought it was super repetitive. We knew you'd come around. (gasps) I did, because it's so, so stinking romantic and sweet and so touching. And you're just imagining Taylor Swift living this really hectic life where she has to be guarded against how she's perceived in every social interaction or Ticketmaster with its monopoly screws <laughs> over millions of fans and people are theorizing maybe it's her fault. And now like Ticketmaster is getting sued and people are like, ah, Swifties are so like mm-hmm. violent. And, like there's no way for her to win. And in the song, she's like, just out there like trying to get through this backhanded or backstabbing business world where like you know she's getting gaslighted publicly when freaking scooter braun buys up all her masters <laughs> and there's like just joe just living his peaceful life just cooking and humming in their flat all you ever wanted from me was sweet nothing oh like so pure <laughs> it's so good like how could you not love that I completely agree, which is why I knew, like, again, upon, like, yeah. first listen, oh, I, I knew it wasn't yeah, my favorite. I love that one. Um, again, yeah, my favorite lyric is, outside there pushing, shoving, you're in the kitchen humming, all you ever wanted from me was sweet nothing. Like, oh my gosh, it just breaks my heart. It's right. so sweet. Like, that is what love and romance and a true Trust. partnership is. Yeah. yeah, that is, like, 
you don't want to change me. Like, yeah. I am absolutely enough for you, mm-hmm. and you are my safe space. Like, we can be safe together. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I well, love I, I love the play on words with sweet nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, this idea that he wants nothing from her but just to be herself. Yeah. yeah. He just wants her. He doesn't want her as the singer. He doesn't want her mm-hmm. right. as, like, this global superpower right like he just wants like taylor yeah like and for her especially that probably feels like such a breath of fresh air yeah Yeah. you know my favorite lyric is definitely on the way home i wrote a poem i love that line too you say what a mind (laughs) this happens all the time like her her being like honored and appreciated and there not being any like guardedness Mm -hmm. or defensiveness in there just just one person just appreciating another person for who they are and what they are it's just it's so touching and they're not competitive about it yeah they're both artists but he's not threatened by her artistry exactly yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, i'm glad we all picked a different line my my favorite line was to those who that implore you should be doing more to you i can admit i'm just too soft for all of it yeah like especially i mean I have thoughts about Taylor Swift and and her pulling the oh I'm just too nice card sure. right like yeah. I get I get that she's a boss babe she's a, she's a capitalistic queen and I love that for her and I do I don't think she's always motivated by just being a soft hearted good person but like I as a person who feels like a great responsibility myself to like be a good person yeah I can imagine it's really hard to have that in conflict with your passion, your career, Mm -hmm. which like kind of in a sense requires you to behave in a certain way if you Mm -hmm. want to be successful and if you want to be competitive. And uh, this idea that like she's out there and yeah, she's putting on the show of being like a boss babe and she's like, I've got to make the tough decisions and whatever. And then after, um, after that, she can just like go back to Joe and she's just like, you know, I just like, I'm like, she's like, I just want to be like a nice person. Like, and and it probably like hurts on some level to like have to, to have to shut that down, to have to be like motivated by money, to have to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. I do want to point out that this song has, um, has Joe's, uh, Pseudonym? His music pseudonym? Oh, yeah. William Howard. Yeah, they wrote it together. Yeah, so they wrote right. it together, which is really cute. <laughs> really cute. Um, I also want to talk about how on this album you have a lot of, like, heavy background sounds. Um, yes. And this one yeah. is pretty stripped down. So there are definitely moments in the song where she's it's just her voice just singing Sweet Nothing and just the simplicity yeah. of this and like the odyssey and the straightforwardness of the song is also very touching. Thank you so much for saying that, Kita. I completely agree and I think it really contributes to the message of the song. Yeah. Wow. All right. Lovely. Caitlin, your first okay. pick. Was that I you to pick? <laughs> no, actually, that was on my list. Oh, okay. absolutely on my list. That was not number one, though, because there we got tough competition. <laughs> so I'm going to take a song. That this isn't even the song. I just got stressed about losing it. So I, I have to pick it, yeah. but this isn't even the song I want to pick first. No. So I feel like I'm being bullied into this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being forced to do this. <laughs> I, I'm sensing <laughs> bad things. <laughs> what are you going to pull? So I am going to take uh, Could Have, Would Have, Should Have. <laughs> are you I am serious. I like the song. I think it's beautiful. Again, I think the poetry is awesome. I I think it's even a very interesting song to end the album with 
um, well, like, in the, in the almost penultimate. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it is, it's disturbing to me. Like, it's not... It's not a comforting song. No, it's pretty it's, disturbing. That is a song. That is a song you put on when you want to like yell, <laughs> and it feels so good. If we're, yeah. Like to go back to the Great War, I feel like it would have put it should have is on the same level in terms of imagery. Yeah, like um, the and this has been analyzed to death on TikTok, so we don't need to get into all of it because like the analysis is out there. But like the heavy religious imagery, yes. like the the fact that she's relating this relationship like through the lens of like faith mm-hmm. and like like relationship to deity like oh it's so good and like we hate John Mayer absolutely <laughs> like after all of this obviously the classic is living for the thrill of hitting you where it hurts give me back my girlhood it was my first <laughs> See, that's my lyric that's no. give me back my girlhood my first. Like this idea that like, and I think a lot of women just relate to spending time and energy and love and innocence yeah. on a person that like couldn't appreciate it. Yeah, and so like, true. you can never get that back. Yeah. Like, and obviously for her, it was way more intense than that because of their age gap and because of like, that's why it's the so disturbing to me. Yeah. yeah. Like it's horrible. Like the fact that she's, you know, a uh, 12 year, th- wait, can I do math? 14 years out from it. Yeah. And it like still sits with her. Like the other yeah. thing that I have is now that I'm grown, I'm scared of ghosts. Memories feel like weapons. Oh. Like, like this idea that like it still haunts her. Like yeah. it's yeah. like she thinks back on it and regrets it. Yeah. And like is mad at him and is mad at herself. Yeah. Ugh, it's so good. But I mean, if we look at like Red and even if we look at the track Maroon, which seem to be references to her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal, um, which it seems like she had a lot of love for that relationship, but I do not detect any romance no. in this interaction. Agree. Which is why it's so sad. It's yeah. why it's so tragic. Yes. And I actually will get to this when we uh, have to talk about Bigger Than the Whole Sky, but I do find the potential parallels between the two interesting because of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think the lyric that I hate the most was, and if I was a child, didn't matter if you got to wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. The line when she says something about, like, if I was paint, like, something about, like, did I splatter on a promising grown man? Yeah. Yeah. The idea that, like, he was literally, like, a decade older than her, and it's like, oh, he was an adult. Like, he was a full grown man. Right. And, like, if she was 19, I mean, the whole idea is she's like, if I was so bad for you, how come you didn't reject me? Right. Because if you had rejected me at any step, I would have let it go. Yeah. Yeah. But you're the one who pursued pursued me, and then you're going to act like... You didn't want it? You're going to act right. like I was bad for you? Right. The audacity. Yeah. You're going to act like you <sighs> dating me, a 19-year-old, was yeah. like, bad for your image. Right. You're the one who did it. Yeah. Right. And Poor little baby. Right. And also the reality of our relationship outside of the public eye. Like, what do you think this did to me? Like, yeah. psychologically, yeah. physically. Yeah. Super gross. I don't have anything to add. I completely agree. <laughs> check, check, check. <laughs> Um, okay, Mackenzie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. This is so stressful. Stress. This Stress. feels so high. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna... This is... You're doing something bad. <laughs> I'm doing something a little unexpected. Oh. I am going to choose Bigger Than the Whole Sky. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, I was not expecting that from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruining her whole life. Did we all have that in our seven? Actually, I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> because I didn't... Th- like, I think 
again, this is another song that emotionally impacted me, but I don't, it didn't fit into my, like, my story. Your narrative. My narrative. Oh, okay. Okay. I I respect that. But I do like it a lot. I, again, like, this was a song that when we were listening to the 3AM tracks and I couldn't completely focus on the lyrics, I immediately was like, I want to hear this again. I remember we said, we want to hear Like, I was like, oh, I really, I think I really like this song. Um, And I do, like, it just... Both The Great War and Bigger Than the Whole Sky, they are the first two tracks on the 3AM, and they just really hit me. Bigger Than the Whole Sky, my favorite lyric is probably, no words appear before me in the mm. aftermath. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's the first lyric of the song. Um, and I feel like as an artist, especially mm. somebody who communicates so much with her words, it says, like, it says so much about Taylor mm-hmm. that, like, something so big happened to her that she is speechless. She mm-hmm. has zero words for it. Yeah. And the other lyric I love is, did some force take you because I didn't press I have that one yeah. on too. I love, love, love. And that yeah. one, that one feels personal to me. Whereas yeah. the first one I feel like says a lot about Taylor. Yeah. The second lyric says a lot about like, I have a hundred percent thought about that. Yeah. Like, and the line before that, did some bird flap its wings over mm-hmm. in Asia. Like this feeling that like, did something happen to make this happen? Like outside of my control, yeah. outside yeah. of my perception of reality. Yeah. Like, or we like were fine, and then you went away for a yeah. while, and then something changed. Or like, was I bad? Or, or was I responsible? Like, did for I it? did I do something? Like, yeah. Did I like? Yeah. Did I not pray enough? Did I not? Was, that, was I not good enough? Yeah. Was I not good yeah. enough? Yeah. Like it's so <laughs> impactful. It's yeah. so emo. Yeah. <gasps> I just I just love it. So you mentioned before that there's some similarities between this song and would have could have should have. Yeah, that's mainly. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah, okay. Mainly, we have would should have, could have, would have in this song. Yes, and we also have that same like reference to like deity that yeah mm -hmm, something being taken because I didn't pray. Thematically similar. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're about the same relationship? I have a hard time thinking that because would have, could have, should have is so. Harsh and angry, and bigger than the whole sky is the complete opposite. Like an absolute. I do too. But what's interesting is that I believe, especially. I mean, people really put Taylor on a pedestal with stuff like this. But like, I really think with songs specifically, she's very intentional. Oh, this feels extremely. And so, and so that makes me wonder why. I mean, maybe people have thought a lot of people on TikTok and the discourse surrounding this song is that it could be about a, a miscarriage. Yeah. And I don't want to put anything on Taylor, whether she dealt with that or not, yeah. is none of my business. Yeah. But you could maybe hypothesize that yeah. like oh, something happened in around to John? Or around the time period. Oh, interesting. Even, even if yeah. it wasn't John, just like yeah. kind of in that period of her life where she's thinking about these would have, could have, should have maybe yeah, she dealt with them. Well, you know what's confusing to me that no one else has pointed out? And maybe other people don't get caught up in these things, but my like editing brain does. Yeah. The fact that she says what could have been, would have been, what should have been you. Yeah. She changes the order. Yeah. And I don't understand why when she just as easily could have done the same order. Yeah. yeah. Would have, could have, should have versus could have, would have, should have. What does that mean? Why did she change it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, gr- it's a great point. I also related to that lyric. I wanted to say I love the idea that it is about loss and grieving, but like that is a part of 
grieving that I feel like people don't think about a lot that like you're not just mm-hmm. grieving the present and the past you're yeah. grieving the future you're, oh yeah you're grieving you're grieving the fact that you don't get to see whoever that person is and mm-hmm. obviously people have also said this could have been about her mm-hmm. like she's saying it about herself yeah. like I'm never gonna meet what could have been you like yeah. that like other that, version of herself that girlhood that she lost exactly right. yeah yeah and I think yeah I really like that that's why the song is so good right it's because yeah. whether you're you're dealing from the fallout of of like a, a broken relationship mm-hmm. or a miscarriage or some sort of traumatic change in yourself I think like the, the poetry of the lyrics and the song and the melody is all very fitting to whatever feeling you're going to and I think a lot of people have related it for di- related to it for different reasons so yeah. yeah works out that way I totally agree yeah okay. wow. all right Okay. I hate that I go last. I just know I'm this so is sorry. the one that I, that I You're on your own kid. No! <laughs> I, I could have. Wow. It was my number one. I should have taken it first. Are you kidding? I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Okay. I just, you don't know. I feel like if we're like competing for like biggest fan of this song here, I have listened to it on repeat approximately 20 times in a row. You know what? I'm not even going to so... debate the fact that I am not nearly the Taylor Swift fan that either of you are. Oh, oh, so no, this is not a competition. Not even. This song specifically. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think of you, Caitlin, every time I hear the song. Thank you. Only because I know you love it so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm passionate. Um, I mean, what is not to love about this song? The Truly. melody, the kind of like pulsing yes, beat. The beat. The beat is so good. I also like reading this song and specifically her talking about. I gave my blood, sweat, and tears mm. for this. I hosted parties and starved my body. Um, is just. Like, if you've seen the Taylor Swift Miss Americana on Netflix, it's such a good reminder of how for, like, a long period of her life, she was trying to be so pleasing to such a changing group of people. And I think that, yeah, just, like, she was punishing herself and trying to be this somebody that pleased everybody. And I, I think that's such a, like, a big part of, like, coming into, like, not just adulthood, but, like, the second wave of adulthood from, like, your early 20s to your, like, maybe late 30s or mm-hmm. mid-30s where you're just like, oh, I don't care what other people think. I can I can stop trying to host the parties and starve my body. Yeah. yeah. And in relation to the starve my body line, I have I have a whole stanza as my favorite line. But <laughs> okay. I love that. Oh. <laughs> I did that a few times. I couldn't, couldn't pick, but... It's in the it's in the final conclusion. Yeah. Which I saw someone point out that this song doesn't have a bridge, and that's so clever because yeah. she says mm-hmm. the bridges are burned, right? That is clever. And uh, I'm like, that's, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, but I have because there were pages turned with the bridges burned. Everything you lose is stuff you take. Literally, mine. So make the friendship <laughs> bracelets. Take the moment and taste it. You've got no reason to be afraid. And I also saw someone point out the contrast between starving her body and then take the moment and taste it mm-hmm. like this idea like really though like the contrast between like starving herself i mean not just literally but like metaphorically right not not allowing herself to like really live mm-hmm. versus like this lesson that she's learned and yeah. that she's like sharing with the listener of like losing things propels you forward yeah and like you you should keep doing it you should keep moving forward even with the scary things even with the losing things like just take the moment and be a part of it and like live in it and like oh it's just so powerful yeah and i oh you go i was just gonna say i feel like this is very much like the type of song 
a 30 year old Taylor would write versus sure. like a 20 year old. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I, I love retrospective. Yes. Retrospective in this. And I, I just love that. Like, I love her giving, and like, she kind of does this with Dear Reader as well. Yeah. But like, For but sure. this one feels just. I just, I love the idea of so many young women, like, hearing this and trusting themselves and, yeah. like, not making similar mistakes yeah. to what she did. I also yeah. love the progression in the song of this, her, like, taking this car to go to this party, looking for somebody, and then they're not there. Mm-hmm. And she's, you're, you're on your own, kid. You always have been. This idea of, like, it's you versus the world. Yeah. And you're lonely and nobody's in your court. And then by the end of the song, it's, like, no, you can do this. Like, you, like, it's all you. You can face this. Like, yeah. it's very, like, uplifting by the end of the song. Yeah. yeah. No, it's an interesting mix of, like, hopeful and angsty. That's what I wrote down. Hopeful v angsty. <laughs> it's, like, it's very angsty to be, like, it's just you. You're all on your own. But it's yeah. also, like, you're all, it's, like, you it's can you. trust yourself. Yeah. You have the power. Yeah. You are in control of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, regardless of anyone else. Yeah. I love, I love the driving beat. Yes. It, yes. it gets louder as she gets more Ooh, confident yeah. in herself. I yeah, love yeah. that. Um, I don't really get the droning at the end of the song. The yeah. I, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't like it. That. It's it was Midnight, Midnight Rain. Rain. I think that's why. <laughs> Maybe. I just, I really don't like it. That's like, interesting. It's an artistic choice that I just huh. don't. I haven't thought about it. I don't feel. <laughs> yes. Can someone explain to me, and I saw something that they can't take away. I looked around in a blood-soaked gown, and I saw something they can't take away. What did she see? That's what I want to know. I've seen people say it's Joe. Okay. Like, the relationship. Like, she looked around in a blood-soaked gown. Like, she fought so hard to get here, and, like, she did burn a lot of bridges, and she did, like, mess up a lot. But then it's like, what does she have, at least? Yeah. Joe. Okay. Like, they can't can't take the relationship. Also, it's a Carrie reference, apparently. A Carrie. Oh, okay. No, Carrie is the Stephen Oh, the scary, the blood-soaked gown thing. I guess is. I think Carrie's that's a thing. great parallel because yeah. again, it's about this like awkward, like small-town girl who's like propped up on the stage as a joke by everybody exactly. else, and she gets dumped blood on, and they're all mm-hmm. laughing, mm-hmm. and she sets fire to them, and like I forget how that. I don't, I can't remember if she dies, like she kills herself or something, but like. I don't know. I think, I mean, I think that's a, yeah. I think that's a great parallel, especially because Daisy May is also like referenced mm. up higher. So mm-hmm. totally. That makes sense. Yeah. So I like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm going to take a song that you guys don't want. Oh, okay. Unless you want this. I don't know. I mean, you just got to go for it. I yeah. have to take it because it's my song and the song is Question. <laughs> oh, yes. It is literally. I was never. 18 of 21. <laughs> I was not going to I take was never going like, to take see, Question. I knew you wouldn't, but I was like, I have to take it. Not, I because, to... not because I don't like the song, not because it's on like the utmost bottom of my list, but because it is so your song. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I oh, could 18? not compete. It's that low on your list? Yeah. That's ugh, snow on the beach. <laughs> I'm not gonna say we're snow on the beach. <laughs> That's snow on the beach territory. It's gotta be last. She's been making fun of that song nonstop. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything to say about Question. I really like Question. Please go into it. I want uh, you to exactly say it the way that you told me that one time. Oh uh, well, for context, um, Mackenzie and Kita were like, "What is this song about?" Mackenzie has in fact said that to me multiple times. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just, that's okay. It's not going to hit. I'm, you know, 
I'm just gonna out myself. Midnight Rain doesn't hit with me, so I'm not fighting with y'all for that. <laughs> um, for me, and so the way I explained it to Mackenzie and Kita is like when you're upset about a relationship and you're looking for, you're looking for answers, but you're also like just annoyed. Like, there's a lot of annoyance <laughs> in this song. A lot of, like, sarcasm. Yeah. And so the way I explained this to them was by um, <laughs> doing a reading of the lines um, in the chorus. Um, and so this is how I interpret it. Like, when she says, it, she says the whole part about, did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room? Whatever. Such a specific instance, right? She's clearly talking about something they did in their relationship. And she's like, have you ever done that? Have you ever done that? Because I feel like you have. I feel like we have done that, maybe. Um, and she says, then what did you do? And then she says, did you leave her house in the middle of the night? Oh. <laughs> did you wish you'd put up more of a fight? Oh. When she said it was too much, do you wish you could still touch her? And then she's like, it's just a question. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Is this making you uncomfortable that I'm coming for you? <laughs> Like, I'm just asking. Just answer the question. <laughs> did, do you wish you could still touch her? Because you probably do. <laughs> You're a little hoe. Um, that's what I would say. It was me, personally. Oh, oh my gosh. I loved, I think, um, the way you read it brought a lot of clarity to me. No, I'm 100%. The pronouns in the chorus, I'm sorry. That's, that's what gets me. I, I've seen a lot of a lot of thought I about this. I have a this. hard time getting into the song because of the pronouns, but I will say, like, Caitlin's <laughs> reading... I, I do like. Yeah. I also like the 1989 sampling. Yes, I and, was gonna bring this up. And, and the, the Harry Styles, I assume because of that, like, references. Uh -huh. Like, that gives me a lot of context. I feel like I needed with a song that I didn't I would agree just with understand. That. I would agree. So, oh. like, I think with that, it's definitely warmed me up to the song. But yeah. It's yeah. not, like, one that I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta put on this. It is interesting because I feel like it's one of those songs that makes so much sense to me. And then not only are people like Mackenzie, like, what is she saying? But yeah. you also have people being like, well, is she talking about someone else? Like, is she talking about, like, Justin and Selena? Saw oh. that theory. Oh. Like, like she's being Selena's best friend and she's talking to Justin, like, about Selena. I was like, no. Yeah. Or people think this is about Harry. Or people think this is about her and Carly Kloss. Yeah. Which is also interesting because they think the whole, did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room thing could be a reference to the iconic... The what do we call it? The nineteen seventy five concert. Do we call it Kissgate? What do we call it? Sure. Like yeah, <laughs> it's it's when they were supposedly caught on camera kissing. I have seen footage. It's in question, but who could say? It looks pretty damning. Yeah. <laughs> but like I've I've seen people say, oh maybe that's what they're saying. Like have you ever have you ever had someone kiss you? Interesting. In a crowded room? It was a crowded room. Yeah. <laughs> it was. See, I read these are the three. These are a few of the things that made me think that it is actually um, the Jake Gyllenhaal relationship. Oh. I don't remember who I was before you painted all my nights. A color, I love that A one. color I've searched for since. A color I've searched for I mean, since. like, red is all about, like, True. her referencing color in relation to that relationship. Counterpoint in Out of the Woods, which is supposedly about Harry, uh, she yeah. says, uh, we were in screaming color. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then in the chorus, Both she says... <laughs> Again, did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was mm -hmm. making fun True. of you? True. Yeah. That would fit with Jake's friends. That yeah. would fit, especially with yeah. that iconic, like, all too well scene yeah. where she's true, like, true, true. you dropped my hand! <laughs> yeah. Like, he's embarrassed to be seen with her. True. No, I think that's a good point. Um, and then there was a 
there. Oh, it was the like her politics and oh yeah, gender, gender roles. roles. It sounds like exactly the kind of conversation yeah. that she was. She references again in the album Red about like Jake Gyllenhaal and his friends being like up their own asses or something yeah. about being so like smart. And Those smart. are yeah. excellent points, Keita. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a great point. The other line I said I really liked is, "Does it feel like everything's just like second best after that meteor strike?" <gasps> that is again the the red. Yeah. yeah. What is it? I bet you think about me. Yeah. Yeah. True. No, no, it's so true. That's my favorite lyric. I, this that, too. that line, like she's just like, "Oh, sorry, are you just out there trying to date other people?" But like. But this was so explosive. right. But this was so good. Yeah. Like you're having a hard time like finding something to replace it. Completely agree. So Love good. It. Okay, go Mackenzie. Ugh. Guys, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm going to. I uh, this. I don't actually know if you guys even care about this. Ooh. You might. This is. I. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go with bejeweled. Okay. Not that, not on my list. That's okay, one, that's, yeah, one that, that's one of my backups. Yeah. Okay. Bejeweled. I knew that that was maybe a controversial. Like I knew maybe not everybody I, loved it. I love Bejeweled. Um, I went with Bejeweled because I. It's just such a bop. It is like, such I, a bop. Like I put it on. Certifiable. I feel happy. Yeah. I'm singing along to it. I'm smiling. Yeah. Like, I just and like the lyric. Let me find it. I, again, this is kind of a strange lyric. I feel like to point out, but I love the lyric. And by the way, I'm going out tonight. Oh, yeah, that's so good. It, like, it just feels like I love this yeah. song because it just feels so this person doesn't appreciate me, yeah. but I am a star. Right. I am a diamond. I baby. am a queen. I am going to yeah. go shine. I'm going to go get all of the men's numbers. I'm going to like, yeah. do I even have a relationship? I don't even know. And this is not the lyric. Um, but when I heard when I want the penthouse of your heart. Yeah. I originally thought it was when I built the penthouse oh, of your heart. Yeah. And I know that's not the lyric, but I've always liked that because oh, it, it gets, just gives me such a sense of like, like I've been with you from the beginning. Yeah, like, I, I, helped, I did like, that. I like, I helped build you where you are, yeah, but now yeah. I don't even make your like yeah. top five favorite people. Yeah. And you don't appreciate me. And like, I'm just gonna go out and like have an amazing time. Yeah. In the shoes I gave you as a present. Yes. That's yeah. the line. That's okay. the line I wrote. Like this idea that she's like, oh, like you're hurting me, and it's with. I like, made you I, what I, you exactly, are. Exactly. I, like you are hurting me, even though I gave you the capability to hurt me. Yes. Like I, I gifted you something, and you're spitting in my face. Right. Yeah. Like I've, I've helped you get to where you are. Like I am supporting you. I am like, yeah. you know, promoting you. I'm getting you opportunities, yeah. and you're just gonna like turn around and step on me. Yeah. Ugh, it's just so. Mm. I think she's just shiny. Yeah. She's shiny. And I love, I love the way she says shimmer. It's yeah, just, like it's just so good. I can't get over. Uh, nice. <laughs> See, that's like a. It's like a fun meme. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's like a time. No, no. I mean, I like it. Okay. It's, it's like it's good, like but... that antihero. Uh, yes. Like, Hi, I'm the problem. It's almost conversational. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I also just want to say I do think it's about Calvin. Not that every yeah, song okay. helps. That's exactly what I got too. Yeah. yeah. It gives Calvin. It absolutely gives Calvin. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. what do you guys? Um, so there's a lyric, and I think this is the bridge. Sapphire tears on my face. Mm -hmm. Sadness became my whole sky. I yeah. think that's interesting. Do yeah, you think that has any relationship to uh, bigger than the whole sky? Bigger than the whole sky, or no? Is that I thought sound? about it. I didn't make that connection, but I can absolutely see it. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. I love when she uses the same like I know. one metaphor that she loves that or that she uses that I love consistently is the kitchen metaphor. 
Like, yeah. it's such, like, domestic bliss. It's so intimate. Like, she just uses, like, dancing in the kitchen. Oh, the yeah, lights, yeah, Like, the, it was dark, but the lights were on in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like, I just, I don't know. I love it. It's always yeah. a hit for me. The yeah. hearth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The heart of the home. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's that's me. Okay. That's Jules. Love okay. it. Um, I'm going to pick something, and <laughs> I'm surprised where this lands in your guys' list. Okay. Oh, okay. Antihero. Oh, I was not going to fight you for that. That is that is <laughs> middle of the list for me. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. If I had to say what my favorite songs from the album were, I would say number one, The Great War. And then I would say number two would be Antihero. Like wow, when, I first, when I first listened to the album, I was kind of like, all the other songs were kind of like, eh, but like Antihero stood out for sure. It's a good single. Yeah. That's that's a, it's a great single. I know yeah. it's like overplayed at this point, but like what caught me more than the lyrics was definitely the trilling of her voice Ooh. and the way it like fell and Ooh. just the way that it sounded like, like her voice something something about it just sounded like like her spiraling down or something no, okay. and I mm-hmm. loved that and like I love so in the progression of my life so I've hit the three thematic like elements of my life <laughs> so we have at the top you're on your own kid her kind of preparing hardened to go out into the world as this like single person and then anti-hero being okay, this has caused a lot of problems for me in my relationships with other people. And I need to recognize that at this point, like the things that I've adopted for survival have come to like isolate me and cause other issues. So I'm the problem. It's me. And then I would say like uh, Sweet Nothing and The Great Aww. War being like this healing and this like learning to trust again. Wow. You know, it only story. makes sense that you have, if I have Great War, I get that you have Sweet It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> There's so have it all. I know. Oh, that's so, that's so sad. The one line that I wanted to point out in Antihero that I like is, yeah. did you hear my covert narcissism? Uh, like, disguises altruism, like some kind of congressman. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think it is funny that it's like she's she's so self-aware that, like, self-awareness loses meaning at some point. Yeah. Like, that's something that this song It turns back on itself. It, right. Yeah. It is kind of interesting. But this is one of those lines that I think is actually a really salient point where she she knows like she knows that inherent in her desire to be good is a desire to be liked. Exactly. Yeah. Is a desire to be at the center of things. Well, and to probably like look good, to exactly. make more money, like to it's, be successful. It's an, and how do you how do you sort out what is purely coming from the good of your heart and what is being motivated by like those yeah. other things that it's, are less pure. It's yeah. one of the ways I feel like I relate to her most. I agree. Like I yeah. love yeah. Like, I, I totally, like, feel that. Yeah. I also, I love the lyric, I end up in Christ, or uh, I wake up screaming from dreaming, one day I'll watch as yes. you're leaving, because you got tired of my skin yes. the last time. Yeah. I just hear Caitlin's voice in my head saying, mm, that's anxious attachment. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> so I want to brainwash you into loving me forever. Yep. Anxious yep. attachment right there. Yep. <laughs> I love the lyric, slowly lur- lurching toward your favorite city. I think it's also good it's very visual well yeah. and again i feel like the way she's describing herself yeah. is like savage you're yeah. right like absolutely savage. Yeah. Like, she's this huge monster right. she's like, a lot of self-loathing but absolutely yeah but it also sounds like what feeling like the social awkward person oh, in yeah. a situation feels yeah. like it's like i just i don't know how to behave i don't know how to make myself like 
smaller so I can fit into the yes. situation or something. I'm stomping on people without intending to. Yeah. Will you help me understand I'll stare directly at the sun but never in the mirror means? Like, well, what I, is the sun that she's staring hmm. directly into? You feel like you get the mirror part but not the sun part? Oh, yeah, no, I get the mirror part. That feels fairly obvious, but, like... Maybe it's just in, like, if it, like it's a difficult thing to stare at, the sun, so, like, you're just... gonna you're gonna take the harder road... You're too stubborn yeah. to do the self-work. I feel like also to me there's ego there. Mm. Like like prideful. Yeah, yeah. like she's she's kind of like arrogantly like I can look at the sun. Yeah. Like I can handle it. Yeah. But like she won't look at herself. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like those. I really yeah, I really related to that lyric, but I also this song like if Taylor Swift as a lyricist has like a really great way of finding these rhymes or these ways of like stitching words together where it just it works like her lyrics are almost not snappy but they just they like fall together in this really like satisfying way and I'll stare directly at the sun but never in the mirror it must be exhausting always rooting for the antihero mm -hmm. like it's just it's it's great yeah I completely agree I mean this is this is a good choice mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's a it's it's just a banger. It's just a good one. Yeah. It is. It's a bop. Yeah. I feel like everybody's favorite lyric on TikTok is, I, sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby. The sexy baby lyric. Sexy yeah. baby. <laughs> I yeah. got it. I didn't I, think it was weird. I was not. I yeah, thought it was, I was funny. I think I laughed. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't confused. I was amused. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to do my third one. Please, please. And then I presume with our, with our second half, we will be a little faster because we don't care as much. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. Um, okay. So for my third choice, I'm, I don't even know if I'm competing with you guys for this one, mm. but I feel that I really want hits different. I did not. Okay. I was never going to fight you for that. Literally, a tell, tell, tell. I want to know why. I'm genuinely. I curious. feel like if you don't like it, it's because currently enough, yeah. it's because you haven't listened, listened to, to it, it enough. enough. It's, a, it's a red song. That's my biggest complaint. I feel just like that it doesn't feel like it should be on this album. It's really see, and I feel like when I listen to it in the context of the album, my mind has been opened to it. Mm. Especially given once I got into the lyrics, the lyrics like the lyrics are good. It's a good lyrical song. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and I think emotionally, <laughs> like I really relate to it. Um, but like the the line in the chorus where she says, "Oh my love is a lie, shit my friends say to get me by." Mm -hmm. Like I just think that is the the most classic twenty something thing, right? Like she's like grieving and sad and she cries at the bar. I have a line about that. Mm -hmm. There's something about how like every time they go to the bar, she's crying mm -hmm. and like she like she's she's breakup girl. She is, absolutely. And her friends are like, oh, love sucks, boys are the worst, Meh. right? Like, it's like the things that we say, like, to get ourselves through. Yeah. But there's a line in the bridge where she says, um, dreams of your hair and your stare and sense of belief in the good in the world you once believed in me. Mm. Like, she, that was something she liked about this person, that they, like, believed in her. Like, that they were this, like, this dreamer. Right? And, like, she was a part of that. Right. Like, yes. that, like, that they, like, caught the vision. Like, they believed in her, and, like, she misses that. Uh, yeah. I like the line, I trace the evidence, make it make some sense, why is the wound still bleeding? I, yeah. I just, I like yeah. that, like, thinking about a past relationship, trying to get past it, but yeah. really struggling to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my biggest problem with this song is I just don't feel like it should be on this album. The other thing um, that opened my mind to that specific thing is once I was thinking about how the sound of the song 
says something about who it's about mm. and about what era it's from. Sure. Mm. And, 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 and I think that's throughout the album. I mean, and then that's my point, is yeah, that, like, yeah. in that way, I do think it's consistent because I do think the song is about Jake. Sure. Okay. And yeah. I think that's why it sounds so much like a Red from the Vault track. Yeah. Because it is basically that vibe. Like, it's about being a early 20-something, being heartbroken about this boy that just, like, took over your life. Yeah. You know, like, she was obsessed with him. I think it's a really good song. Yeah. Just just slow on it'll, it. It'll grow on you. I yeah. believe it will. Oh, yeah. No, I, again, I think I like, like, if it comes on in the car, I'm jamming to it. Yeah. It's just, like, for my ranking. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. I mean, the lyric, I heard your key turn in the door down the hallway. Is that your key in the door? Is it okay? Is it you? When she just repeats that, it, so it's so sad. Like, she's like, is it you? Are you home? Oh Are my gosh. Oh, that's oh my gosh. I feel like, like, going through a breakup, you, like, you're in a crowded room and you see someone across the way yeah. that from the back looks exactly like the person yes. that you lost. And yeah. then you have this moment of hope and then they turn around and it's not them and you just yeah. feel, oh. Yeah. Devastating. I feel that. Okay. My next song, again, I don't even know if I'm fighting people for this. At this point, it's chaos. Yeah, yeah that's so. Um, I'm gonna go for karma. Oh, okay. You were, I was literally gonna pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, for me, like, again, just like Bejeweled, it's like super fun. I it's love, that was good like, I was on, on my way over here, I was like singing along to it, oh, totally. having a great time. Yeah. My favorite lyric is verse two. Um, the whole verse. <laughs> Spider Boy, King of Thieves. That's yeah. the one I put. My pennies made your crown. Trick me once, trick me twice. Don't yes. you know that cash ain't the only prize? And it's just like, yes. oh, get on. Like, yeah. yes. I just, I love how she goes for a scooter bra on there. It just feels so And I also, I just, I love the genius of weave your little webs of opacity. Yes. Like, that's so good. Again, <laughs> the lyricism. I know, it's beautiful. Also love the cat reference. Yes, which apparently I learned people think is weird. I didn't what? know that. Apparently, if you're not a cat person, you heard that line and were like, what? Oh, no, I get it. Yeah. Put it in my lap because it loves me. Right. Like, you can't empathize with that. Like, if you don't have a cat, you never I'm... wanted a cat, you can't see the appeal of why some people... I think that says more about you than it does about That's Taylor right. Yeah. The yeah. other line I liked is, karma's on your scent like a bounty hunter. That's yes. Right. Karma's gonna trap you down bounty. step by step from town to town. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's good. This idea that it's like, you can run, but you can't hide. Yeah. Like, it might be 20 years from now. Yeah. But Karma's gonna get you. Again, another great, like, retrospection song. Like, I'm over it. Like, I've made my peace with it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about it. I keep my side of the street clean. Yeah, I like that line. That's a great line. Yeah. All right, Kita. Well, (laughs) Karma, I thought we were past this. You didn't know you were still squabbling. I I legitimately wasn't sure if you guys were going to like it because I feel like the boppy ones are. I'm I'm caught between if I want to select a song because I'm worried you guys are going to take it. Or I know. Pick a song because I I love it. I didn't think you guys wanted hits different, but I was like, I got to stay true to my list. I know. know. (laughs) You know, I'm going to take High Infidelity. Oh, okay. That's one of my best. Are you going to take that? No, it's actually pretty low on my list. I okay. want to hear your reasons. All right. Well, okay. This one's grown on me as well. I so so the my list had You're On Your Own Kid, <laughs> High Infidelity, Antihero. I just feel like High Infidelity, I don't know. When I listened to it and I imagined her singing from the point of view as like 
Joe mm-hmm. rather than herself, then I felt like I understood the song. And especially if you listen to High Infidelity and then you follow it up with Antihero, mm-hmm. then it feels like oh, a conversation because oh. it's like, uh, let me pull up the lyrics. Do you really want to know? I like that. Yeah. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Oh, these are not the Taylor Swift lyrics. <laughs> I'll just jump in with my favorite lyric. I didn't know you were keeping count. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Also, of course, everybody, I feel like, loves us. You know there's many different ways this you can kill one. I love the song. Oh, yeah. Never loving them. Yeah, yeah, That's a classic. That's, that's the line the I have. One. It's, it's, I it's the best line. It's yeah. the bridge again. But I didn't know you were keeping count. I love that yeah. one. The idea that, like, your person that you're supposed to be trusting and intimate with and everything yeah, like right. that, it's like, whoa, you've been, like, holding, holding me yeah. against something this right. whole time? I hate that. I also like the put on your headphones and burn my city I feel like could be maybe a reference to exile this idea of like yeah what is the lyric from exile like about um I used to guard your city or something something about the town yeah (laughs) yeah again like like, you were you were my yeah town (laughs) yeah you were my town no I mean exile singing you out yeah there it is this is interesting because totally different interpretation over here. Okay. I think it is so clearly about her and Calvin. Interesting. I feel like it's always, and, like, I'm like, Calvin, oh, the, a song well, that I don't understand is probably about Calvin. Well, I just feel like, it's funny. I have seen people be like, oh, it's about cheating. And I'm like, not only is it about cheating, she literally is using the metaphor of being a DJ. Yeah. And, like, burn, like, the uh, well, everything about burning, mm, like, put yeah. on your, like, the thing about the records. Yeah. There's something that put on your headphones. Yeah. Like, everything, yeah. like, it's about him being a DJ. That's so interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it seems so obvious to me. <laughs> um, can somebody explain? Slur spoken? That's what I want to explain. What did he well, say? Well, for me... Who spoke a slur? For me, the second verse, storm coming, good husband, bad oh. and drag my feet right down the aisle, at the house, lonely, good money, I'd pay if you just know me, seemed like the right thing at the time. Like, I'm just mm. like, the good husband, the right down the aisle. Yeah. Like, what is that referring to? I, I was connecting it to the line about the white picket fence white picket fence there's something about okay just like the domesticity yeah, yeah this idea that like they were kind of this picture perfect couple in a way he yeah was your this, picket fence is sharp as knives yeah, yeah this idea that like they look good on the outside oh, okay. but like it's actually like she is not having a good time i like that yeah um that's what i was thinking about with that one and also the i saw a tiktok about like taylor swift is giving the cheating community life like, a lot <laughs> like it yeah. was like with they the are IV yeah and yeah high infidelity yeah and, and um the one the, the one that you love from um about cheating yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the one from, um... <laughs> Love her. Folklore. Oh, Illicit Affairs. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it seems like every album she's coming out with another one. The person was like, if there's one thing Taylor will do, it is give the cheating community <laughs> something to hold on to. And I'm like, so no, it's so true. And we all just don't talk about it. But I'm like, this woman, she probably cheated. Yeah, she's talked about it enough. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, she can be a complex I think figure. the, like, the infamous, like, uh, Met Gala event where she was dancing right. with Tom Hiddleston, I don't know if that was on the heels of her breakup with They Calvin were. Or if well, that was, like, do you I mean, really want to know where I was April 29th? Yeah. Well, it was the Met Gala. It was a, wait, the uh, Met Gala wasn't April 29th. It was. Oh, the internet told me it was. Okay, well, what do you I'm reading something else from the internet no. that says... April, the reference is most likely to the day Calvin Harris and Rihanna uh, released the song, This Is What You Came For. Oh. That's also probably relevant. Also relevant. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. That's a good pick. I, that's an interesting pick. Yeah, I like it. All right, Caitlin. This is, oh, this says April 29th was days before the infamous Met Gala getaway. Gotcha. On the, yeah. So many. She went to Gigi Hadid's birthday party April 28th. Okay. Anyway, apparently things were happening. All right. Um, okay. Turbulent time. We're getting, we're getting crazy here. I'm going to take Mastermind. Take okay. it. Okay. Um, <laughs> take it. Take it. I, I shall. And I also know Mackenzie doesn't love this one. It's, it's in the middle of my list. Mastermind for me, it's just fun. And again, as a scheming, anxiously attached person who believes that she has to trick everyone into loving her. Yeah. Like, I relate. Like, there's the Wait, line- Wait, you think that? About myself? Yeah. Well, like- I will edit this out of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, like, I guess I just feel like I've learned how, like, I know how to make people like me. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know how to make people like me because I want to be liked so badly because yeah. I have such deep fear of abandonment. Aww. Like I feel, I mean, not I don't really feel this way in my close relationships. Sure. But like this idea that like I don't want to be alone. Like you I feel don't, like yeah. less than. You feel like you need to put in more work. Right. It's like I have to work for it. Yeah. yeah. Specifically to make them love me and make it seem effortless. Mm. It's like I've been scheming like a criminal ever since. That's yeah. What she says. Um, like that's kind of how I feel just that like I put a lot of I'm very intentional about yeah. my relationships mm. and I feel like that is because I'm driven by this need on some level to like make sure I still have my friendships and make sure they like me and make sure that I am of use to them and mm -hmm. I think anyway. my favorite lyric is I'm the wind in our free-flowing sail I almost liquor in our cocktails in our cocktail. I just really like those images speaking yeah. to the same idea it's yeah. just like I am the thing it's that's her it's forward yeah. yeah I really like that I also have I'm only cryptic and Machiavelli because, because I, I care, care. Yeah. just because yeah, yeah. that's so good it is it is really so good, good. Yeah. um Okay, I think... Wait, 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 before we move on, oh, I did want to, like, point out that, like, her being a mastermind and her, like, scheming and her, like, carefully, mm -hmm. like, like, conniving about how she appears and making herself, like, a quote-unquote victim and given situations yeah. and things, yeah. I think is paralleled in the song, this idea of her being, like, this mastermind. Yeah. But I love how, like, she talks about how, in the beginning of the song, she, like, she leans full into it. She's like, yes, I am a mastermind, but you knew exactly what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you saw it you totally saw through what I was putting on yeah. and you just sat back and smiled because you didn't care about the performance because you wanted the same thing that I wanted. Exactly. Our goals were aligned. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I just love this idea of her like kind of like shimmying in front of like Joe or something and he's just sitting there like enjoying it. Like he's like just he's like uh -huh. the most uncomplicated person ever. He's yeah. like yeah sure. I'm yeah. down. It's like, it's like he let her seduce him. Like, yeah. Because he wanted to be seduced. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, didn't, she didn't trick him. Yeah, exactly. Just um, him being amused by her. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a good couple. As they are. As we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, well, as we perceive them through this album. Right, sure. right, right, right. Um, okay. Gosh, <laughs> for my next one, I'm really not sure. I have, I feel like it's a grab bag a little bit at this yeah. point. Yeah. Like, go a little crazy. Right. Um, I think I'm going to go for... I'm gonna go for Midnight Rain. Okay. okay. I know I'm probably the only one here who really likes this so song. People, no, people you're love not. I, I love this song. For me, I just, again, it's a bop. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, I love, like, the tone is just really dreamy. 
And you're like remembering a good time and yeah. a good thing that happened to you, but you also fully recognize that you're happy with how things ended. Yeah. yeah. And, and I you don't, you don't regret it. No, but yeah. like it is thinking about that time in like really positive ways. Yeah. I loved the but for him, it's every day. Like, yeah, I yeah. love when she's talking about, like, the... She says peppermint candy at one point, but she's talking about his family. Yeah, she's talking yeah. about his family. She's talking about the small-town life that he has and how, for him, it's paradise. And for him, it's every day. And yeah. for him, he, like, lives exactly the way he wants to live. Mm-hmm. But for her, it wasn't what she wanted. And yeah. I just, I really, I mean, I don't live a glamorous pop star lifestyle. And I guess I just kind of like this idea of, like, her recognizing that, like, there is both merit and good times mm-hmm. and, like, a, a certain amount of paradise living a small town, simple lifestyle. Right. Yeah. I yeah. just I just kind of like that idea. Yeah. I My favorite lyrics from this are... Um, sometime everybody got what they wanted mm-hmm. and he never thinks of me except when yes. I'm on TV and then she says and I never think of him except on midnights like this yes. yeah. I think that's so great I think it's <clears throat> especially like all of her other relationships sound like she's so haunted by them like yeah. she like they didn't love her enough she didn't love them enough there's a lot of hurt feelings here but this one feels more like her like thinking back on a life that she gave away or that she missed and it's just it's totally amicable or Mm -hmm. whatever well and i agree with that i also think it is interesting in the last lines of the song that he thinks of her when he sees her yeah and she thinks of him in the small hours of the night when she's perhaps like pondering on things like i feel like there is something like melancholy about that there is something like there's a teeny tiny infinitesimal part of her that wonders if she could have been happy like that and if she yeah. would have like that. Like, she's not, she doesn't regret it. Yeah. But there's something about that, like, on midnights like this yeah. that make me kind of feel like mm-hmm. yeah. she is thinking more about and it. I, I think that fits into the overall theme of the Midnight's album, which yeah. is, like, you're up at 3 a.m., you're up at midnight, you're thinking back to, like, all the mistakes that you made and how things could have been different, even though you don't have any power to change them now. Yeah. You just spin out. I just want to contribute that this song is most likely either about Taylor Lautner or Tom Hiddleston. I believe it's about Taylor Lautner. Yeah. But she uses imagery from the Tom era. Okay. Like, she All says right. something about, like, jumping off rocks into the ocean. And, like, oh. she and Tom, like, that's, like, one of their, like, things they were photographed. Like, yeah. in the ocean and Cut. stuff. Um, I do think it's about Taylor Lautner, but it is funny in the in the Taylor Swift fandom. We do all acknowledge that she has the bad boyfriends and she has the good boyfriends. The unproblematic, and no one has anything bad to say about Taylor Taylor Lautner, Tom Hiddleston. We just pity them. Tom is the getaway car. Taylor is like the the, back to December. Yes, back to December. And like we're all just like, oh, (laughs) she did them both dirty. She broke their heart. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, Kita, what's your next one? All right, so curious. Um. My next one would be Labyrinth. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Labyrinth probably would have been my next I one. Know. I so love Labyrinth. Labyrinth and Antihero, when I my first listen of the album before the 3 a.m. came out, like those were the two that stood out to me. And again, like in Antihero, Labyrinth is this like free-falling, trilling kind of voice where she's like, she doesn't have any power. And it's like you've... 
like you recognize that feeling of falling in love again, even mm-hmm. like though you've guarded yourself against it. And when it happens, there's like nothing you can do. And I think it kind of goes back to what you were talking about before, Caitlin, about mm-hmm. how like you're anticipating how this is going to end badly. Like, oh, yeah. You recognize like you, you start like spitting out all these like scenarios where like they walk out the door forever or whatever, but yeah. you can't help yourself from falling in love. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. falling in love with guests. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the chorus. The yeah. simple like, uh oh, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just, I love it. It's so simple. Yeah. Um, I want to point out that I thought this was interesting. In the first pre-chorus, she says, "Never trust elevators that rise fast." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the melody does that. Like yeah, the yeah, melody yeah. goes down, 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 and then on rise fast, it goes yeah, abruptly up. Fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, I just love that like, the lyricism together with the melody. Um, I think my favorite lyric is, you know how much I hate that everybody just expects me to, to bounce, bounce back, back just yes. like that. Yeah. Like I, I, as a person who like would take a very long time getting over a breakup, like I, I really feel this because some people, they, they have a quick turnaround and mm-hmm. they're just like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. been two years. Why are you still yeah. thinking about yeah. this person? It's like, I don't know. This is yeah. just how it is. Yeah. yeah. And knowing, like, how long it takes you to get over somebody is, again, like, a reason why when you do fall in love again, yes. you're like, oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I just want to point out, as our resident um, peanut gallery, mm-hmm. that I don't like the beginning of the song because I can't hear it without thinking it sounds like, um, I don't know if I can say this on this podcast, it sounds like someone having sex. And mm. you're gonna listen to it, and I'm gonna ruin it for you. And I'm sorry. Huh? If I'm you gonna, listen to definitely those, gonna listen to it. If you listen to those uh ohs, I'm just. There are some sounds in there. Okay. You're gonna listen. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's something to that. You're. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think this just says a lot about you. <laughs> I don't know what it says. <laughs> Sex is a part of a relationship. I'm um, just that we aren't sounding like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. For my next question, question for my next song. Thank you. Oh, wait, before you move oh. on, I did uh, with Labyrinth. The lyric that I love the most is "It only hurts this much right now." Oh, was yeah. what I was thinking I the whole time. <sighs> breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep, breathe out. I'll mm-hmm. be getting over you my whole life. Yeah, I love that lyric because, yeah. like, when you are in the depths of uh-huh. the breakup, when you are just rocking back and <laughs> forth, like, and everything is horrible, there is that like piece of your mind that's comforting you probably out of self-preservation that's like you're gonna get over this eventually there's gonna be an end to this you're gonna come through the other side of this uh-huh. it's gonna be okay yeah and yeah i just like right off the bat because it was that's the first totally lyric agree. of the song and mm-hmm. that's what caught me immediately i totally agree yeah, and that. now i'm done <laughs> thank you so much yeah uh i am selecting glitch as my next song glitch. okay all right Again, glitch has been another slow grower for me but like glitch for me is very fun and weird I'm gonna be honest, Glitch Hi. is one of the songs I was afraid I was gonna get stuck with. Yeah, so that's fair. You. Yeah, we're, we're getting rid of some of my lows, which yeah. I'm <laughs> That's because the only ones left are the random ones. It's true. Um, yeah, Glitch for me, like, I I appreciate the experimental nature of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, the lo-fi. I love yeah, the lo-fi. That's yes in the beginning yes. of like the record so, i love that. that and and just the whole vibe like this this glitch concept that like she's playing on with the technology with mm-hmm. the way the song sounds mm-hmm. and that mirrors like this feeling of like 
I didn't think that we were gonna be a thing. And like like a, a glitch in the matrix. And now we are a thing? My what? favorite lyric is the five seconds later, I'm fastening myself to you with a stitch. Yeah, that was one of mine. It's so good. Mm. Five seconds later, I'm fastening myself to you with a stitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> the beat is so good. I My favorite line is, but it's been 2,190 days of our love blackout. Oh. And I looked it up and it's been, that's like six years. It's like the length oh. of our relationship. Oh, okay, that's nice. Um, and I like this idea that she's like, it just keeps going. Mm -hmm. Like. Like the glitch, it's the glitch that keeps it glitching. <laughs> like, yeah. so far, it just seems like it's gonna keep going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I don't like this song because I hate this, like, idea of people saying, like, it was never supposed to work between us. I never thought it would get to this point. You are absolutely not my type. They had to, like, come after me and beg me, and I wasn't gonna give in. And I just don't like this idea of, like, a lack of intentionality, especially when she talks about in Mastermind how she wanted him. So it's kind of like I like that in the face of that. I like that. Um, what's the word? The contrast. Yeah. Like because I feel like that is the two sides of it. Where on the one hand she's like, I want him. I yeah. want to have him. I'm going to get him. Yeah. And then on the other hand she's like, but I don't get the good things that I want. Yeah. Like I don't like the men. Like it's not gonna last. Yeah. Like she says, like I'm just gonna go back to like wanting men who don't give me what I deserve. Like because that's that's what's been that's, that's what's, what's happened. My pattern. Yeah. 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 Like I like this idea that she's like, well, like I want him, but like there's no way I'm mm -hmm. really gonna get him. Yeah. Not actually. Yeah. Or I'm gonna stay with him. Right. Yeah. Like long term. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're making making good time. Okay, um, this one I think is I I don't I'm a little nervous for these next two, you just gotta pick but it. I'm gonna say vigilante shit. Okay, okay. Um, I really again a bop a good mm -hmm. again just like satisfying to put on mm -hmm. in the car and sing along. So to. fun. Um, I I I'm learning that I just love her. Um her very smug songs <laughs> yes i feel and that. this is an extremely smug song um my favorite lyric is they say looks can kill and i might try yeah also Ooh. she had an envelope where do you think she got it from? oh yeah so satisfying Everybody i like that yeah um, i have he was doing lines and, and crossing all of mine yeah. that is so clever yeah. that is so good agreed um, it has like a really thick bass, mm -hmm, which yeah. I just, I love the sound. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, I just find yeah. it a very like fun, satisfying song to listen to. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's nice to see her like, if she is dealing with all of these unscrupulous people in the industry and we know that they exist, it's nice to see her like not taking the high road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I know there's been some people who have been making parallels to, like, Scooter Braun and specifically his divorce recently yeah. from his wife yeah, and they're yeah. wondering what that's about. She and maybe pretty driving in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> who would have thought, like, what thick as thieves with your ex-wife? Yes, yeah. Specifically so when the drama with Scooter Braun went down, Scooter Braun, Scooter Braun's wife and um, human... Um, underwear stain uh justin bieber <laughs> all came out gaslighting um taylor swift saying like it's on you for not understanding how these things work yeah. and if you really wanted to talk about this you would be the bigger person and just contact scooter braun directly like what is what i don't know so, no, no, no. she's a petty queen yeah so we like <laughs> we like seeing her get down to some vigilante shit yeah i feel cool. that yeah. i feel that all okay. Right. These are. I have like a 
few that like I just don't care about. Like I like them. No, I. But they're all sixes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I well, Kiva, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, why did I think that was yours? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. um, I guess because you had so many thoughts about it. I did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Vigilante or not vigilante? Shit. (laughs) We just did that. Uh, Dear reader. Okay. Okay. That was on my maybes. Yeah. That was my very last song. It's not. Mackenzie, that's a grower. You gotta let that one grow on you. Again, (laughs) below snow on the beach? Shockingly. Okay. All right. Dear Reader is not my favorite song. Dear Reader. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you have this ability to make everything sound ridiculous. Listen, I I, physicality. I I agree that Dear Reader is a grower. Yeah. It's just that, again, out of everything on the album, it's probably the one that's going to take me the longest to get attached to. I mean, it is at the bottom of my list for a reason. It's, I think it's a good, like, conclusion song for Mm -hmm. the album. The reason why I picked it, the reason why I like it more than Snow on the Beach is specifically for the lyric, never take advice from someone who's falling apart. Oh, yeah. Um, This idea, like, I am fallible. Don't listen to me. And I love how it can be read as a message to her fans. Um, but also yes. as like mm-hmm. a message to herself, herself. Yeah. like writing in her diary, like yeah. sending, send, like reaching out to her future self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the lyric, <laughs> I prefer hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. I, for similar reasons, like I just, I like the idea that she has this persona that she, she puts on and she yeah. has all these things that she's frustrated with about herself to yeah. survive in the industry that she is in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have, um, if you knew where I was walking, to a house, not a home, all alone, because nobody's there. Aww, yeah. so oh my sad. God. Like, what a picture of loneliness yeah. that means. Um, I like Dear Reader. I think that's a good choice, Kita. All right, all right. It's, it's, it's serious. Okay. But, like, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, that still doesn't change what I'm going to do. That, uh, so we have four songs left? Yeah, that makes sense, because I take one. Oh, one. that does make sense. Okay. Um... I'm going to take... <laughs> so I guess I know what I'm getting stuck with. <laughs> you don't have anything. <laughs> oh, so this is like... This is high stakes. This is like the last one I gotta pick. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, the next one you're getting stuck with. <laughs> Ooh. Which one do I not want you guys to have? <laughs> I'm gonna take Maroon, which okay. I'm on the fence about. All right. But okay. Maroon is... Not one that I would put in my top, obviously, because I haven't picked it until now. But yeah. like every time I listen to it, I'm like, this is good. I think why it's not a why I'm not a maroon stan mm-hmm. is because you know how like your reaction to what it could have should have is like it's oh, dark. And yeah, icky? yeah. That's kind of how I feel about maroon in the oh. sense that it makes me sad, like because yeah. it's about this relationship that like ended. Yeah. I don't know. I like yeah. I like the lyricism. I like the metaphors. I like the whole maroon thing mm-hmm. but it is just not one that makes me feel a way I want to feel if that makes yeah. sense yeah so I do listen to it and I like it but I don't seek it out I agree with that I think that's probably why it's pretty low on my list yeah um I don't love there's like a droning mm-hmm. throughout the yeah. song yeah. I don't love that Again. um I also uh, that my favorite lyric carnations you had thought were roses that's, that's us. us yeah love 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 that yeah i just i want to agree metaphor. with that yeah. the yeah. metaphors throughout this song and the way she the way she writes like the enjambment in every line is so good yeah, yeah. that's a poetry word for you guys <laughs> <laughs> it's a fancy 
wow. like and and the fact that it has the Humanity same rhythm of, <laughs> it has the same rhythm as in king of my heart and i love kind of like speed yeah um and i like that also i really want to know who it's about I theories. feel again a lot Jake. of theories out I, there I feel, about Jake. I feel yeah. I feel Jake on this one. Darker form of Harry for some reason. reason. I I'm open. I don't know why I was thinking Harry. I think it's I because think you it's imagine someone though. having a roommate and dancing without shoes in New York. I guess I guess it sounds like dumb. more messy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, more messy. That's yeah. right. Harry's a mess. He does seem that way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I really like the rest that I mean the the chorus and the beat again that like is really great mm-hmm. the rest that grew between telephones mm-hmm. like you can yeah. imagine that referring to some sort of long distance relationship <laughs> yes. and like this decay like mm-hmm. in distance and stuff shout out to Julia Cudney because we're referencing her video right on the top I, I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna yeah. shout her out later but yes. I she said something in her discussion about it with her dad about this idea that like the thing was so itself that it surpassed itself and like that's the metaphor of like so scarlet scarlet, it was maroon Mm -hmm. like it was so scarlet it became something else it was so it was such a shade of red it became a different shade of red which like it's totally illogical but i like this idea that it's like this it's like the 110 percent yeah exactly like it's not logical but like this idea that yeah it became and that's a bad thing right exactly (laughs) it's it's not desirable Mm -hmm. potentially kind of reminds me of like my I don't know if you guys relate to this at all but like the first time I fell in love like and I it was I dated this guy for like a month and then like I pined after him for like a year and I like built up this month relationship (laughs) in my head to be so much and it really was not and I just felt that way about that because I had no prior experience Mm -hmm. but like later on and specifically looking back on it I'm like wow that was ridiculous (laughs) like puppy love you know yeah you build up something to be way more than it was yeah i like that i like that a lot okay speed round ladies okay we i think we all know maybe what i'm going to choose i have, uh, yes. i think so i'm gonna choose lavender Haze. i know those were the two i was yeah between. yeah maroon and lavender Haze. um and i think this is a, fu- a, a genuinely fun song um i love that the first line meet me at midnight yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a, fun a it's like feeling. an announcement um, yeah. yeah it has a nice pulsing beat it has mm-hmm. a fun up and down melody it has lots of like 1950s madmen references um and with like a dismissive tone about the relationship what i or about the other people commenting mm-hmm. on the relationship which i like um, I also liked the lyric, I'm damned if I do give a damn what Yeah, I was going to yeah. specifically like, call that out. It's just, uh, it's so powerful. Yeah. I like, I like her use of the word melancholia. Yeah. Melancholia. I didn't know that until I was reading the, the lyrics. lyrics. And then yeah. I was like, oh, this is, yeah, it's this so is clever. Good. Yeah. I also like that if Lavender Haze is about, like, spending time <laughs> in this, like, honeymoon period with your partner, and she's trying to fend off, like, interruptions to that or like people trying to reach them through their lavender haze i like this all they keep asking me is if i'm gonna be your bride the only kind of girl they see is a one night or a wife right it's this like them just enjoying being with each other yeah maybe not having to like define what it is but other people are trying to like interfere or impose themselves on their relationship yeah. and try to like put definitions on it yeah. mm-hmm Okay, Kita. Rip off right. the band-aid. Ugh. Well, obviously, I can't take snow on the beach. <laughs> so it's Paris. 
Um, but I don't like Listen, Paris. I would, I, give me Paris. You know what? Fine. I will take snow <laughs> on the beach. I'll take snow on the beach just so I can talk about it before Paris. I don't, like, I specifically don't like snow on the beach. It's so repetitive. It's meaningless. But also, like, I'm one of, out of the three of us, I'm the only one who likes Lana Del Rey. That's and true. And when I heard that, an, like, an announcement that she was going to be a contributor to this album, I was super psyched about that. Yeah. And this is what I get? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Lana, why? How could you let me down like that? I mean, and it's interesting that I've seen people be like, if you know Lana, you can totally hear her. And it's like, but that's not the point. It shouldn't... I shouldn't She's have to... She's literally an echo in I the I shouldn't back. have to strain to hear can the... Yeah. Can you do that person? thing that you do, Mackenzie, where you make fun of it and you go... Snow on the beach. Chicken necking. <laughs> Listen, Snow on the Beach is extremely low on my list. I do think it is boring. I do think it is repetitive. But all that to say, Mm -hmm. I really like, like, reading the lyrics while I was listening to the song, I gained a new appreciation of the lyricism. And I, I don't know, it just, like, it became a lot more beautiful to me Mm. that way, even though it's still not my favorite. I like the line, I've never seen someone lit from within blurring out my periphery. Wait, I like that line. What is the lyric? I've never seen someone lit from within blurring out my periphery. I'm seeing that the lyric is, I've never seen someone live from within. On Spotify, it says lit. I checked because I thought... On Genius, it it said lit. Okay, all right. Well, Google, get it together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like the the picture. You're lit lit from within. Right, I, yeah, I like that. Relatedly, I like, she says, one night a few moons ago, I saw flecks of what could have been lights, but it might just have been you passing by unbeknownst to me. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like that is, and this was pointed out to me by someone else, but in long story short, she says about Joe, and he's passing by rare as the glimmer mm-hmm. of a comet in the sky. Mm-hmm. Like, genius. Like this, oh, well, that's not where I got it. <laughs> but this idea that she's like... I have to get him. Like, yeah. he's this magical thing that's passing, and, like, wait, yeah. I want that. Mm, like, yeah. that's appealing to me. I mean, have you seen him? I mean, <laughs> have you seen him? <laughs> he's a comet. <laughs> All right, um, Caitlin, take us home. Okay, I guess I'm taking Paris, then. And, you know, Paris, to me, is completely inoffensive, but also it does nothing for it's me. It's pointless. <laughs> it's fun. Some people love it. Some people are big Paris fans. It's very 1989. That's what i It I'm is saying. very 1989. Uh, I, I think it's about Joe. Okay. Personally. Well, yeah. I'm on the fence about it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I felt like it could have been Joe or it could have been Harry Styles. Yeah, I, I, I would accept yeah. either of those. Yeah. Um, I really have nothing to say other than I like it. I wrote down the line, um, confess my truth in swooping, sloping, cursive letters. Oh, that's Ooh. a good line. Yeah, I, I like yeah. that visual that, like, she's so happy and in love that it's like <laughs> she's writing in cursive and it's all pretty and girly. Yeah. I mean, similar vibes. I'm so in love that I might stop breathing through a map on your bedroom ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same vibes. Yeah. Like, like that, that's Yeah. Deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I want to brainwash you into loving me. That one's yeah. another one. I want to transport you to somewhere that I'll <laughs> Don't leave me. Okay. Well, so, uh, oh, let's talk pick about... A, pick let's a go through. Anti-hero bonus track. Oh, the anti-hero bonus track. Um, Speed round. The one that I chose was... And we're not exclusive on these. You can no. check, choose whatever you want. Anti-hero comes. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I remember which one that is, but I know I heard it. What do we got? Um, I would go anti-hero OG or anti-hero acoustic. 
All right. Yeah. I'm going to give you acoustic because I feel I like OG say. doesn't count. Yeah. All right. Don't you already have the OG? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Antihero, the Illenium version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, that was, I felt like that was the best of the, the remixes. Okay. Um, uh, just to uh, end this really quick, I yeah. did want to give a shout out to Julia Cudney's channel on yes. YouTube. She did this first, um, this little draft pick with her father. Very cute. Really great thoughts. Um, so check her out. And um, I don't know. Did we want to like... Well, read through. Tell us what your, what your oh, album is. My songs, uh -huh. Mackenzie's album, The Great War, Bejeweled, Karma, Bigger Than the Whole Sky, Midnight Rain, Vigilante Shit, and Lavender Haze. Wow. Okay. That's good. Okay. You're on your own, kid. Labyrinth, High Infidelity, Anti-Hero, um, Sweet Nothing, uh, Snow on the Beach, and then Dear Reader. You know, I gotta say, Kita, I do feel like I go through a journey with your songs. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, did you put them in order just now? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I just put them in order of memory. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I have What Have, Could Have, Should Have, Question, Hits Different, Mastermind, Glitch, Maroon, Paris, and Antihero. Millennium. <laughs> <laughs> the fun thing about this album, I feel like, is that it because it does have songs from so many different eras, yes. yeah. I feel like you get a really different vibe depending on what songs yes. end up on yeah. the album. I would agree with that. Yeah. I have four of the 3 a.m. tracks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny. See, Glitch, oh, three, and, Glitch and High Infidelity and Paris all gives me, like, it, they're, like, on the same level for yeah. me. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We have to wrap up, but we sure do. Yeah. But but we love Taylor. Yeah, she's great, and we want feedback from other people. Obviously, who has the best album? Keep the conversation going. What is the best album? <laughs> that question will not be answered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting words. <laughs> well, if this gets out before Christmas, Merry Christmas, <laughs> or Merry Late Christmas, or Merry Christmas of 2023. Happy, yeah, Merry Christmas of 2023. <laughs> yeah, Happy Holidays. And that concludes this episode of the Great Feminist Book Throwdown. If you like this podcast, be sure to follow us on Spotify and share us with your friends. Feel free to join in on the conversation about this book and others on Twitter. Our handle is at Book Throwdown. And let us know if you have any book recommendations. Thanks for tuning in. We love all of our listeners and we look forward to meeting you again for our next book throwdown.